Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are going to be talking about the practice of gratitude and how that can impact our mental health, our emotional health, and even our physical health. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay. So I really got into this one. I think gratitude is, it's sort of like a buzzword lately, like You know, it's not something that's earth shattering or groundbreaking that we're like, hey, gratitude can help you. But I think what's interesting about what we do on this podcast is that we look into the science behind it. And so how exactly does it help you? Why does it help you? And how can you implement it? Yeah, I'm not sure when it became a big thing, but it's probably in the past five or 10 years where gratitude journals are a thing and people are talking about it all the time. Yeah. And I feel like it somehow was in line, and maybe it's just because it's our line of work, but it seems like meditation, yoga, and gratitude all kind of like Mm -hmm. exploded together. Yeah. I had a really challenging time like around 2015, 2016. And that's actually when I started using massage and, and yoga as well and breath work a little bit more. But gratitude was a big thing. And it's really hard for a lot of people when they're going through really challenging times and you're already depressed or you're already anxious and upset, it is hard to think of things sometimes or to truly feel it. So a lot of the podcasts we've talked about are our kindness or, you know, being of service podcasts. It's like you have to truly want it and think it and believe it for a lot of these things to take hold and help. And that's what I read about gratitude as well. You can't just write down some things, but not like truly feel Mm. Yeah, grateful for them. And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting is that studies have shown that gratitude among people who don't have mental health challenges is great. It really boosts your mood and your self-esteem and your health. But what about for people who, like I mentioned, are struggling already with mental health challenges? And there was this study that had over 300 adults in it. And These adults were also going to counseling, but they were divided into three groups. And the first group wrote a letter of gratitude to another person every week for three weeks. The second group was asked to write about their deepest thoughts and feelings about negative experiences. And the third group didn't do anything. And what they found was those who wrote the gratitude letters reported significantly better mental health four weeks and 12 weeks after their writing exercise ended. So that's a long time. That's like a month and three months after they did this. So they didn't continue to do the gratitude exercise. But the benefits remained, which I think is pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. The conclusion was that this gratitude writing is beneficial, not just for healthy and well-adjusted people, but those who are also struggling with mental health concerns. 
So I read that article too. And something I thought was interesting is that I think only a small percentage of the people actually sent the letters and they still experienced the same benefits. So it was really the act of just reflecting on the gratitude and not necessarily expressing it to someone else. Exactly. So you don't have to share it with anybody. It can be private. It can be easy to do. I actually do have a gratitude journal at home. I haven't been really great about it lately, but I do feel with my family in times where we're, I can just feel like us getting into sort of a negative rut at dinner. We'll do that with the kids, you know, where it's like, okay, what's something that was really great that happened to you today? And I, you don't even have to say grateful, but just like, tell me something good that happened. But I think one of the things I read, which was made me think differently about this is with my kids, even when they've been tiny, I remember hope it was so cute. We would do the, what are you grateful for? And she would say when she was like, I think probably three, she'd say she was grateful for puppies. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. But what I read here was that really you have to have a certain level of emotional maturity to Hmm. appreciate things in a way that gives you these benefits. So she might say she is grateful for puppies, but at a soul level, you know, where it's actually going to start helping you emotionally, it probably is not the same for kids, uh, young kids, at least. The other really interesting thing that I read was that not only does it help your physical health, your psychological health, but it enhances your empathy and reduces aggression. So I don't know. I was thinking about that because when I'm thinking of things I'm grateful for, I'm really focusing on me generally, right? Like what's good in my life? What am I, what's happening there? But I don't know how that translates to empathy. I guess just if you... Well, I think that a lot of the things that you can, and I think you do this, you might just not be thinking about it is you can be grateful for another person or you can be grateful for nature or you know something about the environment so i think maybe you're thinking about how they relate to you but it is other people a lot of the times yeah and also i think when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it where it's like i'm so grateful to have like a warm bed then it makes mm-hmm. you think oh my gosh people who don't have a warm bed and then you start to feel that empathy for them mm-hmm. so that i thought was Interesting, especially as it relates to reducing aggression. Maybe this could be an intervention for people with anger issues, you know? And then the other thing that I thought was interesting, which I couldn't quite get a grasp on, was that it helps your self-esteem. And I'm not sure why. (laughs) I don't know if I would say that feeling grateful helps my self-esteem, but maybe again, it's just because you're focusing on positive things and not thinking about the negative things. So I read this really great study about – so they did three different studies. The first one was over 10 weeks, and it was once a week that – it was about 100 students in the study. They divided them into three groups. The first group wrote a gratitude journal just – I think they wrote five things that they were grateful for that week, and they did that for 10 weeks. The next group wrote about annoyances or hassles in the week. And then the third group just wrote about neutral events. So they all wrote about certain things. And the conclusion was that the people who wrote about gratitude were more 
positive as a whole and more optimistic about the upcoming week. They also had fewer physical symptoms and were spending more time exercising, but it wasn't enough to change their overall mood. So Hmm. the researchers thought, okay, maybe once a week isn't frequent enough. Let's try daily. And so they tried a daily journal for two weeks. And the control this time, instead of writing you know, something negative or something neutral, instead of writing something they're grateful for, they wrote how they're better off than other people. So it's similar, but there's just a spin on it. And they found that the people who were writing the gratitude journals experienced a more positive mood during the two-week period. So it was daily for two weeks. And they were more likely to report doing acts of service, such as helping someone solve a problem or offering emotional support. However, there weren't any health benefits reported. So they did a third study that was longer. So they thought maybe two weeks wasn't enough time to see health benefits. So their third study was 21 days, gratitude journal every day. And this one was with adults with neuromuscular disease because they really wanted to see if it had health impacts. So they also had their partners rate the mood. So it wasn't just them rating their mood. Their partner also rated the mood. And the control group this time, instead of writing gratitude, they were just ranking their mood every day. So one group was writing gratitude entries every day. The second group was just talking about their mood. I think they were using a scale. So the conclusion was that the people who were writing in the the gratitude journal had a more positive mood, greater satisfaction with life, and they had improved amount and quality of sleep. So that was the health factors that they were tracking, which I thought was really interesting. They thought that maybe they were less stressed, less anxiety, Mm -hmm. which was helping them sleep better. And kind of the overall conclusion from all of those was that if it's more frequent, it might have a better effect on your mood. So just doing it something like this once a week can still have positive impacts. And then if you're doing it more frequently, like every day, you might notice a change in your mood. And then over a long period of time, you could have even more health benefits and life satisfaction overall. Do you know what are the other health-related variables that they were tracking? I'm not sure about that. But for instance, the first study, they were Having, they were exercising more, experiencing fewer physical symptoms. So I'm not sure if that means like pain. We've talked about this before. When you're stressed out, your body starts hurting. Mm -hmm. It's very frequently associated with um, stress. Stress, exactly. A yoga massage class is an experience like no other. While relaxing in a comfortable and supportive stretch and practicing mindfulness, a certified yoga massage therapist gives you that safe, comforting, feel-good touch you crave. While yoga massage classes aren't in session while we are practicing physical distancing, you can visit our website, yomassage.com, to find certified practitioners holding virtual classes. You can look forward to experiencing a yoga massage class in person soon. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I definitely have when I'm feeling negative and I find myself in a rut of thinking negative thoughts or talking about negative things and then I can see it. And so I 
consciously make the choice to try to switch to, okay, what positive thing happened? What am I grateful for? And and then you start to get used to that. So it's like a pattern. And that was something else I read where it was your brain starts to expect these hormones to be pumped out. Mm. And so when you're doing things to create a more positive environment, I guess, in your body in terms of what hormones you're pumping out, then your body's like, yes, I like that. But it can be the same thing for negative. And so you kind of have to work to make that switch. But then long term, it really does make a difference. Two of the things that we haven't touched on yet, too, are one, I saw that gratitude helps maintain positive relationships and strengthen relationships that you have. And I thought that was a very important impact. Well, especially as it relates to marriage is what I was reading. So like couples that took time to express gratitude for their partner not only felt more positive towards that person, but they also then felt more comfortable expressing other things about the relationship. So it just kind of improved communication, I Mm -hmm. think. I totally relate to that. If I'm just sitting here thinking like, ugh, and he didn't do the dishes, and then he didn't do this, and then he said that, and you're just in that mode, and you are annoyed (laughs) with your partner. But if you can stop and think, oh, but he did this, and I'm so grateful for that, or whatever, Mm -hmm. it does really shift how you probably then interact. Yeah, and just how you think about them. Mm -hmm. It changes your frame of thought around that person. Your perception. Yeah, totally. Your perception of that person. Mm -hmm. And everybody has positive things that you can find. We'll talk about this later, but if you are kind of in a bad mood and you can't think of anything that happened good that day, you can always – it doesn't have to be something that happened that day. Mm -mm. It can be something that happened 10 years ago or last week. So anything positive you can think of. Yeah. At the university I worked for, we had this like retreat workshop thing and this guy did a whole thing on gratefulness. And he was talking about, it's so amazing that we have this chair to sit in or that I had this fork that's helping me eat so easily, or little basic things that you wouldn't even think about and just take in how amazing it is that you have them. The, a car. I have this mm-hmm. thing that like gets me from point A to point B dry and safe and quickly. And that's amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. So it really doesn't have to be anything huge, mm-hmm. right? It really can be these tiny things. And the other thing was that gratitude impacts longevity. So there's been many studies that actually show that people live longer whenever they express more gratitude. Do you have any anecdotes or times where you've really felt the impact of gratitude in your life? You know, I've always heard of having a gratitude journal and doing all that type of stuff. I've never been really consistent enough with it to maybe notice it making a difference. So I don't necessarily know if it's gratitude and the act of writing it down. I think it's more just thinking it and really feeling it because if you are just trying to force it and do the journal, you might not actually be feeling those things. You might just be trying to write something down for the sake of checking that off your list. Several of our topics, I think, really intertwine. So one of the things that I identified as something I'm grateful for, and it's easy for me to feel grateful for, is being in nature. And so we had a whole podcast on nature and how that impacts us. But being grateful for 
the ocean, for fresh air, for grass under your feet, for the beauty you see in the world. Yeah. Um, So they recommend if you are not feeling grateful to go out in nature, mm -hmm. just because it does give you all of these things to be grateful for. Yeah. The other thing, which we have another podcast on service and kindness. And for me, I remember after my dad died, he died in the end of August and it was still really fresh and hard around the holidays. And so we decided for Christmas, we were going to go serve food at the homeless shelter instead of try to do our own thing and be miserable. And so, you know, being grateful to be able to be of service and then also being grateful that we do have a roof over our heads and, you know, we're not suffering from maybe some mental illness like some of these folks, or we do have some family or loved ones that we can be with. So that I think is another thing that, you know, it's kind of a combination of a few of the different topics we talk about, but it definitely lends itself to feeling grateful. There's overlap in everything that we talk about because it's all about how these little things can make a huge impact on our life and our mood and our happiness and our physical health as well. And I think sometimes it's even if something bad is going on, how can you reframe it in a way to be grateful? So maybe it's an opportunity to be introspective and to change something in your life. Or when I felt like the world is falling apart around me, if I'm you know really sick and I'm struggling with relationships, I can think, well, I'm not in the hospital. I can still walk. I can still talk. I'm going to heal. I'm going to get better, even in the throes of like the really hard stuff. Mm-hmm there's still good things to find. Yeah. And I think that can be really hard for some people. And if you are going through a really hard time, I think some people might not feel gratitude, even though you can say, oh, I do have a roof over my head and I have this. But if it doesn't make you feel grateful, like you can continue to tell yourself that. And I don't know if it's really doing what it's supposed to be doing. I think that's why that study you talked about with the comparative, you're comparing your life to somebody else's, which I think would be dangerous if it's the other way, right? If it's somebody that like you feel like has everything and now I have nothing. And so I'm not grateful Mm -hmm. because, you know, so I don't know. It almost feels, it feels sort of weird or bad, I guess, to be like, I'm going to compare my life to this person who has nothing. So I feel better about it. I mean, myself. that's why they did it because they wanted to see if it did make a difference. And yeah. it did. So yeah, just saying, oh, I have a roof over my head and this person doesn't. I don't think that's necessarily gratitude all the time. It might be. It just depends on what emotions it makes you feel. Yeah. So I think if just like saying those things doesn't make you feel gratitude, I would really recommend thinking about any time in your life when you really did feel gratitude and if the little things like your chair or where your food came from, if that stuff isn't sparking gratitude, think about a time in your life that you did feel gratitude. And like I said, maybe that was 10 years ago. Maybe that was two weeks ago. I don't think it matters. I think it's really just like bringing up those emotions. That's so interesting because I'm just thinking about my interactions with my kids and this morning, for instance. So my son, we got him a PlayStation for his birthday, an early birthday gift because we're in quarantine and he's bored and da da da. So I forgot to get this cord to hook up to the monitor 
And so he's going to have to wait until the afternoon to be able to play it. And it was like the world ended. <laughs> he was almost in tears. And I'm like, oh my God, Like, can you not be grateful? So I sit down and have this whole conversation of being grateful with him and all the other kids who don't have, you know, or even like my other son last night. Well, we hardly have anything compared to other kids, you know? And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? And then I lecture them about being grateful, which I'm sure is not helpful because they're not truly feeling it. Yeah. I mean, that directly compares to the study where it's like, it doesn't matter if your life is better than someone else's and in some sort of way. That's not the point. The point is the feelings of gratitude. Yeah. So how do you cultivate that? You have to ask yourself the right questions and try to remember a feeling of gratitude. I hope that everyone at least has something in their life that makes them feel grateful, Mm -hmm. some experience in their life that they can look back on and feel grateful for. Do you have anything Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, one big thing in my life, when I got my PhD, I was, I need to be at really high ranking, you know, research university and all of this stuff. And, you know, just for my own, I guess, self-esteem, right? That's what I was groomed to do. And that's what I think what I was expected to do. And, and then series of events happened and that didn't end up happening. And at the time I was devastated But now I'm so grateful because it led me on this completely different path that actually is sparking joy in me. I'm so thankful that that happened the way it did. So yeah, I think that's the biggest one for me. What about you? I mean, I have a lot, but the most recent one, I think was whenever we were in the Lanai a few months ago, I was just... We went to Four Seasons Lanai to train their therapist in yo massage, and it was just like nothing that I had ever been able to do before. Like we were staying at a five-star hotel. They were treating us like the guests and it was just so amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this. How is this happening? You know, I feel like that with yoga massage stuff a lot. I'll find myself at a training or at an expo or I don't know, doing something related to yoga massage. And then I'll be like in this sort of out of body where I'm Mm -hmm. like – how did this happen? How are we here? I'm so grateful for this, you know? Yeah. I think that whole time it was just like, are we actually here? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) I know. That was a really – we had dinner the first night we got there and it was this open air restaurant and full moon was out and the ocean was right there. Mm -hmm. Oh, so grateful. It was amazing. In our room, just being in that room, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Please don't take this away from me. (laughs) Yeah. So kind of on a smaller scale, some tips and tricks for people to incorporate gratitude into their lives, maybe more regularly or thoughtfully, is write a thank you note. Acknowledging other people and expressing that can help you. It nurtures your relationship and it helps them. So it's like a win-win-win on that one. So I would say something that, Tiffany, you've been talking about throughout is recognizing when you have negative thoughts. So I think that's the first thing is just whenever you notice negative thoughts coming into your head or your mood being negative, just 
notice it and be mindful of it because that's one of the keys to being able to actually utilize gratitude is being mindful and noticing how things make you feel. So maybe your first step isn't going to be automatically to be able to change that negative thought and turn it into a positive, but see what you can do in that moment and turn it into a practice. Try to recognize the negative thought and see if you can replace it with a time in your life that you were grateful for something. Mm -hmm. And then I would also say we've talked about keeping a gratitude journal. And I actually think it's really helpful to have something specific like that so that it does become part of your routine. So it's every day, might be every morning when you wake up or every night right before bed that you pick up that journal that's right next to your bed and just think about the good things in your life and, Mm -hmm. and write them down. Before I had that journal, I didn't do that. You know, it would be like every so often when I caught myself thinking something negative, I would Mm -hmm. try, but it wasn't a consistent practice. Yeah. I think the other important thing is if you do have a partner or kids or you live with your parents, try to tell them something you're grateful for about them that day. I think that can be really hard for some people. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, especially... Well, not especially kids, partner, Mm -hmm. everybody. I think that's huge. Some of the other things that we've already mentioned is take walking in nature. If you're not feeling in a good mood, see if you can take a walk in nature, see if that sparks any joy or gratitude. And yeah, the little things, if that helps thinking about you have a chair to sit on, you have a cell phone. You have access to clean water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just whatever helps you though. Like we always say, take what you like from our podcast and then throw out what you don't throw like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to the signature Yo Massage class, Yo Massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic Yo Massage. In an energetic Yo Massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional Yo Massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.